Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist, which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. been trying to declutter your house and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful. Uh, Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list, and I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it, or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's podcast episode. This is a powerful one. I am so excited to share this with you because it's a common occurrence that happens with moms in that they get so overwhelmed by their clutter and they don't know what to do. They don't know how to start, or maybe they have started and they feel like they're not making enough progress. And so they're discouraged and they think that they need to just get rid of everything and start completely over. And there are a lot of moms who, who will literally say this inside of the motherhood simplified group or reply to me in emails. And I understand why, why we say this, right? Because 
we're at this end of the spectrum where we are so overwhelmed by our clutter, by having so much stuff, by having too much stuff. And so it seems that the opposite would be what we need and what we're seeking. And so we say, I'm just going to get rid of everything and start over. Some people mean that literally. And other people will do it with something smaller, like socks, right? I'm so sick of the sock bucket. I'm so overwhelmed by socks. I'm just going to gather up all of the socks in the house and throw them away and start over. And I'm not telling you not to do that, right? I think sometimes we do get to our breaking point and we just have to do what we have to do. So no judgment if you've done that with the socks. I totally understand. And I've done it. I decluttered literally everything down to what fit into our suitcases and I started completely over. And so I'm not trying to be a hypocrite. (laughs) I'm not telling you to do as I say, not as I do. It's just that I've been through it. And we had very unique circumstances that made it make sense for us that we did actually think through. I know when I say our story, we decided to move from Alaska to Florida with only one suitcase each in about four weeks. It sounds like we didn't think it through that we were making a very rash decision, but it was very thought out. And there are some circumstances that I do think it's best to just get rid of it all and start over. And that's honestly a very tiny percentage of people and families Because why get rid of stuff that you need, want, and if you do get rid of it and start completely over, you're going to have to replace. Like that doesn't make any sense. And so today I'm going to share with you why we did it, why it made sense for us to do it, and some circumstances that can help you figure out if this is a good option for you, and some truth and gentle nudges if you think that this is your solution to convince you that it's not your, it's not your solution. It's not what you should do because there is a better way and how to get into a mindset that is supportive of your decluttering rather than living in the extremes and talk to you about ways that this mindset can work for you because there are some benefits of acting out of desperation, which is really where that comes from, right? When we say, I just want to get rid of everything and start over. It's coming from a place of desperation. And I say this all the time that that's a good motivator, right? Being at your, like a lot of us, not just with our decluttering, but a lot of us won't make changes that we know we need to make. And we won't do the things that we know we need to do until we are at the 11th hour at our final straw at our rock bottom breaking point. And then we just have to figure it out. And I want to help you get to a place where you can make progress before you're to that point, because it's not sustainable. And it actually doesn't feel good, right? It doesn't feel good to be in a place of desperation. And you don't always make the best decisions when you're acting from a place of desperation. So here are the circumstances for my family and I, when we decided to move from Alaska to Florida with only one suitcase each and start completely over, literally got rid of everything other than a suitcase of clothes, a suitcase of toys and things like my hair dryer and hair straightener. And that's it. So we were moving from Alaska to Florida, which is a very long distance. It was about 4,500 miles. Okay. And we were doing it in a very short amount of time. And we were doing it on a shoestring budget, tiny, tiny, teeny, tiny little budget. And so when we did the math of what it would cost to ship our things from Alaska to Florida, the math just didn't add up. 
it was about four times more expensive to ship our stuff to Florida than it was to replace it when we got there, right? Because it was, I, if I remember correctly, it was about 15 to $18,000 for us to get a moving truck. We looked at moving trucks. We looked at moving companies. We looked at shipping pallets. Uh, we looked at all of the options and to ship all of that stuff, not even everything, just the bare minimums, you know, beds, dressers, a kitchen table was very expensive. We could go buy things secondhand. And even at that price, you know, 15 to $18,000, we could have bought things for new for much less, right? Just get in the bare bones. And so the math didn't add up for us to bring our stuff with us. The math and the logistics also did not add up for us to keep our stuff in storage until we got the money to ship it down to us because we were going to end up paying one to two, one to $200 a month to store our stuff in Alaska without any near guaranteed in the future plans to be able to ship it to us. And then what were we going to do in the meantime, just live in a house with no stuff, like no beds, nothing. It just logistically did not make any sense. It made the most sense for us to do it the way that we did, which was start completely over. Um, now, if we were planning more ahead, you know, like a year in advance, maybe it would have been different for us. We could have saved up our money to ship it. Uh, we could have done things differently, but we didn't. And so that's why we did it. And I don't have any regrets about it because we wanted to move to give our family a better chance to give my husband an opportunity in his career that would serve us and our family. And I have no regrets about that. I have no regrets about getting rid of any of our stuff, but I will say that if I was just living my everyday life and we weren't making that kind of a move across the country for the reasons that we were making the move. And I just decided to get rid of all of our stuff because I was overwhelmed I, I would have regretted that. It wouldn't have made sense. I would have ended up getting rid of a lot of things that we could use, a lot of things that we wanted to keep because of our circumstances allowed for it. And I don't think it's a good option for everyone. Um, a lot of times, because we are coming from that place of desperation, we think that it's a shortcut and we think that it's easier, but it's not. And the other thing that we did that worked out for our circumstances that made sense was that when we found a rental home in Florida, we found one that was fully furnished. And so there was no rush for us to go repurchase furniture and, you know, a couch and a table and beds. It came with the house. And so again, our circumstances lined up very well for that. And those are things to consider. There's a lot of math to be done when it comes to moving. There's a lot of things to consider in moving parts when it comes to moving. And I'm actually releasing a podcast episode on moving and logistics of moving in a couple of weeks. So you can listen to that if you want to get the details of how to actually coordinate a move and make these decisions, but that's not what this episode is about. So those were the circumstances that made it make sense for us to literally start over with just one suitcase each. It wasn't because I was overwhelmed on a daily basis. And the reason that I don't recommend this for everyone is not only is it not efficient, right? Like don't just go get rid of things that you currently have and will need again, like your socks, right? Or your winter gear or whatever it is for you, dishes, pots and pans, don't get rid of those things. But it's not, it's black and white thinking. 
it's all or nothing. And that mentality sets you up to fail pretty much every time it forces you, or it pushes you in the direction of procrastinating because you're like, if I can't do it all or nothing, all I'm going to do nothing, right? If I can't just declutter everything and start over, I'm not going to make any progress at all, which leads to you being disappointed and feeling like you're failing and feeling like it's never going to work for you. And you're never going to make any progress because you're viewing it from an all or nothing standpoint. It doesn't allow for you to make sustainable, realistic progress that moms need to make, especially moms, because we are so busy. We work, we have to juggle the needs of our children. We have sports, school, snacks, breastfeeding, being pregnant, like all of these things that get in our way. We need to make small, tiny, but mighty was what I say, tiny, but mighty progress along the way. And this black and white thinking of like, I'm just going to get rid of everything and start over is extreme. It's like a fad diet or a yo-yo diet. And I've seen people do this where they, they go on a spree and they will declutter. They'll rent a dumpster, which I do support. We're going to talk about what ways to do this effectively here at the end, but they'll rent a dumpster and they will fill it up maybe once, twice, maybe multiple times and feel relief. They do it really fast. And then they reaccumulate their stuff because they weren't approaching it from a sustainable mindset. They were approaching it from a point of desperation, a point of like, I don't really care. I'm desperate and I'm going to do whatever I have to do. And then they're not really getting to the root issues of why they have the clutter in the first place, how they're going to prevent reaccumulation, what the, the vision of their home and life, like what they actually want that to look like. And so it's not sustainable. And it's, it's just not realistic. It is not a realistic approach to say, I'm just going to start over. I'm just going to get rid of everything and I'm going to start over. And I know a lot of times when people are saying this, they're not saying it literally, they're saying it. And you know, like we, in the way that we joke about things that we really want to cry about. Right. And that's why we say it a lot of times, but some people mean it literally. And it's not realistic because it takes so much time and energy to declutter that much. I'm telling you as somebody who's done it. And I literally spent every waking moment for four weeks, decluttering my stuff down to what fit into our suitcases. My kids were babysat by Netflix, basically the entire month. I didn't cook at home at all. It was like takeout and pizza. Um, I did nothing fun. I was a stressed out chaotic mess who was staying up way too late, waking up way too early, running around all over town, just trying to get the stuff out of my house. Like it's, it's a lot of work and to flippantly say, I'm just going to get rid of everything and start over. is like, it's not realistic. Now having this, this mindset of like, I, I have to do something right. Like let's unpack what we're saying behind. I just, I'm going to get rid of everything and start over. What you're really saying is I am at my breaking point and something needs to change. I need to get rid of a lot of stuff and I want to do it fast. And I want to maximize the amount of time and energy that I'm putting into this to make sure that I get the most out of it. That's the way this mindset can serve you. Okay. You get really stubborn and you say, I'm going to do this no matter what I'm going to make this happen. We are going to get a fresh start. And maybe you go as far to say, Krista, I don't believe you at all. I'm going to do whatever I want anyway, to which I say, high five. I support you. I love a good rebel. Go ahead and try it. 
and start trying to get rid of everything because what you're going to do is you're still going to make progress. And that's amazing, right? You're going to be like, I'm starting over. I'm getting rid of everything. You make lurching progress is what I like to call it. So you know how, when you like drive a stick shift and it like jerks forward and backwards, you're like, like forwards, backwards, forwards, backwards, and you're getting to where you need to go, but it's jerky. And it's like, it could be so much smoother. You could actually get there without whiplash, right? You could actually get there in comfort and safety and security and feel good about it without having to lurch that way. Right. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if you lurch or if you make a smooth path to the end goal, right? But I think we would all prefer to not have whiplash. And I think we would all prefer to feel secure and comfort while we did it rather than pain and unpredictability and kind of just bracing ourselves and holding on and hoping for the best, right? And so whether you do it this way or not, doesn't really matter. You're going to get there you're going to get to the end result of having a house that's decluttered. And when you, if you choose to do the approach of like, let's just get rid of everything and start completely over, what you will also find is that you start the process of that and realize quickly that it's not just as easy as getting rid of everything. You are getting rid of a lot of things and that feels really good. And you will start to have clarity on not being so extreme. So there are some benefits to this. I do, of course, I never want to discourage anybody and be like, don't declutter if that's how you're feeling. Like, of course, any decluttering is good and worth it. Um, But the difference between these two, between the all or nothing black and white mentality and taking a slow and steady approach with a methodical plan that you can do start to finish um, without traumatizing yourself is that the one is encouraging and supportive of you. The other one leaves you living in unpredictability and extremes. And one consistently shows you progress and quick wins and rewards you for your work. The other one, mostly for the majority of the time, makes you feel like you're not doing enough and like you're lazy. And maybe if you just were a better time manager, you would be able to do this. And you start to internalize those negative messages about yourself. And that's not a, there's nothing wrong with you. It's that you have too much stuff and you're trying to do it in a way that just doesn't serve you and doesn't support you. So instead of going through and getting rid of things that you already have and still need, and if you got rid of them, you would need to replace them. And instead of going for a, you know, a fad diet approach of like, do it all and then have it all come undone just as quickly. And instead of making you know, waiting for the stars to align so that you can get a weekend to just throw a bunch of stuff in a dumpster, which is so stressful. Why not just take small, tiny, but mighty action steps that actually help you declutter and feel relief on a consistent, comfortable, predictable basis. That to me sounds a whole lot better. How about getting a plan that sets you up to declutter your house start to finish, that once you have a season of life where you can't do a whole lot, you can pick up right where you left off. Um, And that's what I want to offer you today is my decluttering simplified course. This happened to a mom. It was so funny. Like a few weeks ago, she posted about it. And she said, when I got the course decluttering simplified, which is a start to finish declutter your entire home 
course, and it's divided into four sections. You can do it in four weeks if you want. She was like, I did weeks one through three, and then I stopped and I didn't do week four. And I took a few months off and I went back into my course and it showed me that I was on week four. That was the week to start. And I didn't want to do it. What I wanted to do was start completely over. And I'm so glad that I didn't because week four was exactly what I needed. Week four was all of the spaces in my home that I didn't do in weeks one through three. Week four made it so that I was actually able to go through my house and finish decluttering those spaces of my house that I didn't get to at the beginning. And that my friend is the power of having a solid decluttering plan that has your back because it's there for you. It's there for you to just follow the steps. I've broken it down into bite-sized pieces. You can actually do as a mom. I have five children. So trust me when I say, I get it. You have to do it in bite-sized pieces, bite-sized pieces over time. And when you get distracted or you get a sick kid, I don't know if you were able to hear my my sick kid sneeze in the background just now. If you're watching the video, maybe you saw her sneeze just now. But when life happens and you get a sick kid or an injury or your work schedule changes or there's spring break and the kids are home and you fall off of your plan, it's so essential to have that plan in place to pick up where you left off so that you are being efficient with your time so that you aren't doing the same things over and over again, not making any progress. And um, that's what I love about the decluttering simplified course. Obviously I made it, so I'm biased, but it's always so nice to hear moms going through it and having it work out like that, which is exactly how I intended for it to be set up, to be your go-to resource, to be your support, to be your guide. And in addition to that, I hold twice a month co-decluttering sessions where we get together on a live video for about 40 minutes and we just declutter. We just declutter together. It's so helpful to have predictable, consistent, regular times to focus on your decluttering. And I'm starting a new thing where quarterly, we will be doing an inventory basically of the vision you have for your home, measuring your progress, because if you can't measure your progress and you're decluttering you know, how far you've come, it feels discouraging. So it's another layer of me adding in support for you. It's a one-time fee. So you get access to those co-decluttering sessions and those, those quarterly vision boarding brainstorming sessions. I don't know what I'm going to call it yet, but you get access to those because I think the problem with a lot of courses out there is that they give you the content and then they ditch you. <laughs> They're like, buy my thing. Great. Goodbye. And I want more for you. And I hold myself to a higher standard than that. I know that I'm really great at creating space and consistent times for people to actually do the work that they need to do. I'm a Montessori trained teacher. So that is right aligned with my philosophy of teach me to do it myself, which is a core Montessori philosophy. Teach me to do it myself, right? Don't do it for me. Show me what to do and then let me do it. That's exactly how I want this to be. I give you everything you need to do. And then I create these spaces for you to actually do it. So that being said, I hope this episode was helpful for you in figuring out whether or not you should or should not get rid of everything and start over and um, find a better way to declutter. And if you would like more continued support, I would love it if you joined us inside of Decluttering Simplified. The link to join is in the description. One-time fee. It's amazing. 
I hope you enjoyed my kids dancing in the background. If you are watching the video version of this episode and I will see you on the next one. Bye. Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, Head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the motherhood simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.